Did you know that every year on April 17th, it's International Mailbag Day? And this is the designated day set aside to celebrate this grade. If you're a Mailbag fan, this episode is for you because I'm going to give you some facts, tips, and some pairing ideas for this grape variety that you already love. And for those of you who want to learn more about the grape, this episode is going to give you some ideas and inspiration. You're right, so more about the grape that I describe as smoky, sexy, and spicy. Just got a little bit of attitude. Then let's get started and dive right into today's episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Wine Shop Talk. I'm your host, Somalia Aaron Mozart, and I'm so happy that you're here with me today. If we haven't met before, it's lovely to have you here. And if we have, welcome back. Now, for those of you who are new, you should know that I have been a professional smile for over 20 years now. And it's my passion and my privilege to make learning about wine not only fun and easy, but also practical. Meaning that I want to make sure that I'm always providing you with real life practical hints and tips that you're able to use to find ways that you love and enjoy. So on that note, I want you to think of me as your very own practical sommelier. But to get us started, let's go through some cool facts that maybe you didn't know about Melbeck. The first one is that April 17th is the recognized day of International Melbeck Day, and this began in 2011. And since that time, you will find celebrations and tastings held all around the world. The wines of Argentina do a great job of making sure that this day is celebrated and acknowledged around the world. And it is a great reason to pick up a new style of Malbec that you haven't tried before. The second thing I know is that we can date wines made by Malbec back into the Middle Ages. It was predominantly grown in France. It was used in Bordeaux as part of a blending of the five main grapes of the red blends of Bordeaux. And it was used for some fruit flavor, some color, and it ripens earlier than Cabernet. So it helped winemakers in Bordeaux be able to pick different grapes at different times. That's some of the magic of that blend today. And it also has a home base in a wine region we refer to as the Southwest. Now, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'll have a map up so you'll be able to see where this lines in. And if you're listening to podcasts more, just think about the map of France and think about the area of Bordeaux and the Southwest is just a little bit below it. And Melbet particularly shines in the space and we see it come from an area called Cahor, which is C-O-H-O-R. When you see Cahor on a label, that's 100% Melbet from the southwest region of France. We can have rosés and big, rustic, spicy red wines coming from this area that are fantastic if you're doing red meats, portobello mushrooms delicious with rabbit stews, and it's really a wonderful wine. So if you are a Melbeck fan and you have not tried a wine from the region of Cahors in France, that's definitely something you want to put on your list. Now, the other thing in regards to France and Melbeck is you should know that it is also called Cot, C-O-T, and this is when it is grown in the Loire Valley. It's a red wine that we do there, but we give it a different name because in the wine world, we love to have different names the same grape variety, but you'll also see it sometimes referred to as cot growing from the Loire Valley. And we do beautiful rosé wines coming from this area as well. It may also be used in some of the sparkling wines in the wines of the Loire Valley as well. So just a little bit of a side note as well. While many of you will know it as a single grape variety coming out of Argentina, it definitely shines. And there's a funny phrase that says that while Malbec has been in France for centuries, it took the Argentinian winemakers to show how it could really shine. So there's a little bit of rivalry going on there. Now, you may be wondering, how did Melbeck end up in Argentina if it started in France? And this is a great question. And the reason is, is that during the 
late 1800s, early 1900s, we had a bug in the ground, phylloxera, as well as a few other different funguses and diseases hitting vineyards. And many winemakers went to different places in the world while that was getting figured out. There was, for a time, there was a decimation of the vineyards of France and the wine industry during this period of time. And I'll definitely cover that in another episode, especially for those who love history. It is fascinating how that all came together. And that bug is still in the ground around the world today. We've just learned to work with it. So we'll definitely cover that in an upcoming episode because it's just really cool in regards to science and history. But back to the story. The winemakers had to leave France because their vineyards were dying. Something was wrong and they didn't know what was going on. And so they took clippings of their grape varieties and they went to different areas of the world. Here's where French winemakers went down to Argentina. They took the Melbourne grape with them and they started to see how the high altitude vineyards, how the soils there, the grape varieties started to shine here. It really started to thrive. And so we see the beginning of the Argentinian wine industry really begin taking off as Melbeck being a predominant grape for them there. Now, Melbeck is a grape variety, no matter where it is grown, but I'm going to be specifically talking about Argentina, is known, known for its dark and black fruit flavors. So dark plums, blackberries, black currants, raspberries, all of these rich and delicious blue dark flavors such as blueberries. Some people will say Christmas cake, they get off of it. It also has a smoky flavor that comes through, which makes it incredible when we do grilled foods and grilled meats, and as well as you can get a little bit of a sweet spice. So you get a little bit of sassiness with it. If we pick Melbeck a little bit early, we may also get a bit of a green note. So you'll hear people refer to as a tomato leaf sensation or a bit of green sort of green vegetables, grass, some herbs can come here. It's generally a sign that it has been picked a little bit early and it can have tight tannins if it is not ready as well. Now, high altitude grapes in Argentina. When we go up in altitude, the sun gets stronger. What does that mean in regards to grape varieties? It means the skin gets thicker because the grape ideally is looking to protect its seeds. So when there's more power, more strength coming from the sun, the skin gets thicker to make sure those seeds aren't damaged in any way. This is giving us those deep, beautiful colors that we get from the Melbeck grape. So Melbeck, especially coming from those high altitude vineyards in Argentina, we get strong, intense sunlight from the higher altitudes, deep colors. As we go up in altitude, we also get cooler nights. When we have cooler nights, we get higher acids in the grape variety as well, which brings balance. We get ripeness from the sun and the sugars in the day and those beautiful acids in the coolness of the night. So it's a perfect growing condition for this grape and it completely shines. This wine can be full-bodied, medium-bodied, generally a silky finish, but it can have a bit of a snap. Again, if it is young, we have we will make wine sales that can be both drunk right away and those that should be aged and need some cellaring time down. This grape can be a lot of different things to winemakers depending on the vision that they have for it. It is truly an exciting grape variety, but just like Shiraz or Cabernet, we can also make really easy, quaffable don't need to think too much about them wines as well, but we definitely have cult-following and ageable, collectible Malbec styles coming out of Argentina. Now let's talk a little bit about what you're going to look for when you're shopping for a new bottle of Malbec to try. The descriptors on the back of the label are going to give you some clues to the experience that is waiting for you. 
So when you're shopping, you're going to look for words. If you were looking for a more fruit forward, a more silky, more approachable wine style, you're going to be looking for more fruit-driven descriptors on the back of that label. Blackberries, blueberries, plums, hints of smoke. You're going to look for those. If you're looking for more of an intense smell that you really want to experience some of that bite, then again, you're going to look for words that bring to the table smokiness, spice, intensity. Look for the different descriptors of how it's describing the wine so that you find one that you love. I will say that a rosé made from Melbeck is a wonderful choice, especially in the summer if you're grilling meat or if you're vegetarian, some grilled portobello mushrooms, because the rosé is going to bring beautiful color, but it's also going to bring a touch of tannin, beautiful aromatic. So a Melbeck from Rosé is definitely one you should put on your list, especially going into warmer weathers like here in the Northern Hemisphere. So let's talk about some other classic pairings. Now, if you love duck, then because of the southwest of or because of the southwest of France, we have some beautiful classic crispy duck recipes as well as duck pâtés, this is going to be a beautiful pairing. So duck roulette, for example, if you love it, a little French bread, some cornichon pickles, and beautiful Malbec. This is a wonderful way to spend an afternoon. And on that train of thought, just the charcuterie tray, if you're doing wonderful cured meats and salamis, olives and pickles, this can be a wonderful afternoon. It's going to have a bit more if you will, then many people will have a Pinot Noir with their charcuterie boards. If you're doing more flavorful or some spicy salamis, if you will, Melba can offer you a really beautiful option here too. Chocolate dessert. So if you love dark chocolate, any chocolate dessert, Melba can definitely be something that you pair with them. Again, it's going to bring those dark fruit flavors, a little bit of spice, a little bit of bite, just like Cabernet we can do with dark chocolate desserts. Melba gives you another choice here as well. So think dark chocolate lava cake with a little bit of a raspberry or blackberry coulis on the side. Amazing. If you're a cheese lover, and then stronger flavored cheeses are good ones, especially smoked cheeses, because we can get some smoky flavors off of that milk for smoked goudas, smoked cheddar. Maybe you're into smoking your own cheese right now, which is fascinating. There are so many great little smoking kits you can get, but smoked cheeses, especially with Malbec, is delicious. And of course, any red meat dishes, you can also do grilled chicken here though as well. So if you're going to grill the chicken, it's going to change its flavor components and therefore it's going to be able to go. Just watch because the Melbeck, like any big red wine, may end up because of the tannins making your chicken taste a little bit drier. So just watch the sauce here to be able to bring some moisture in. But any red meats that are grilled, Melbeck is a wonderful choice here. And something else to consider is regard to barbecue and barbecue sauce. So when you are grilling meat, now here's where which one between Zinfandel and Malbec, how do you know which wine to serve when? Zinfandel, I will generally recommend that when you have a sweet style of sauce, so more honey in the mix or brown sugar, molasses, then ideally I will pair a Zinfandel or a Zinfandel or a Zinfandel blend wine with those flavorful sauces. So sauces that have a sweet base and go with more of a Zinfandel blend. Sauces that have more smoke, Worcester sauce, black pepper, more of that spice, the rubs that are really more spice and pepper focused, then here's where I will pull in the Melbeck. The reason being is that the sweet sticky sauces, you can 100% do with Melbeck if you want. I really want to create a synergy with barbecue. That's how I like to serve it. You do you, however you like it. But I find the sweet sauces 
with the Melvec, sometimes can fight it out a little bit. But any sauce that you make, if you're making some homemade barbecue sauce that you add a liquid smoke to, then Melvec is definitely going to be a wonderful choice for you to have. So something to think about there. But so many choices. Melvec is so versatile. If there's one caveat they'll want to give you is that people stay with their Melvec. They have been drinking the same Melvec. They love it so much, which is amazing. But I want to make sure when you go down that Argentinian aisle that you pick up the one you love, but challenge yourself to at least try two other different Melvecs and see the different flavors. And like I said, Melvec Rosé is definitely one that you want to put on your list for the summer months, especially if you love grilling and dining outdoors. So let's just recap a bit about what we discussed. We talked about how Melbeck has a history that can be tracked back through centuries, especially in the area of Bordeaux, the region below Bordeaux, where it is known as Cahors in the area of the Southwest. And it's also grown above Bordeaux in the Loire Valley in France, where it is known as Cot. But for those of you who have not had a Cahors wine, so again, that's C-O-H-O-R, and that information is also going to be in the show notes below. But if you have not had one, you definitely want to put that on your must-try list, especially for the summer grilling season coming up in the Northern Hemisphere. Now, we also talked about the history of how Melbeck arrived in Argentina after the vineyards of France were decimated by phylloxera, which is a louse, a bug in the ground that we will talk about in future episodes. And we talked about how the dry, arid conditions, as well as high-altitude vineyards, makes Melbeck shine in Argentina. It has a personality there. It comes through in the terroir, the soul of the place, and it definitely a shining star for the winemakers of Argentina. We talked about some delicious food pairing ideas from dark chocolate desserts to charcuterie board, smoked cheeses, grilled food. You have a huge variety of food styles that you can pair this incredible grape with and also stood on my soapbox and talked about how you must add Melbeck Rosé to your must-try list this summer. I hope you can understand why I describe this grape as smoky. We definitely get smoked through glass. Sexy. It has so many different personalities and it is enticing and beautiful and sexy in the glass and spicy. You can get some spice, some black pepper, definitely maybe a little bit of green, Definitely has a bit of an attitude in the glass, not only in its deep, beautiful color, but also in the different flavor profiles that it offers you. So this grape is a complex personality that definitely you're going to want to get to know a bit better. And each glass and each different style of wine is going to give you a bit more of his personality. So know that one style of Melbeck is not going to open up all of the different flavors and layers of this grape variety has to offer you, you're going to want to try a few and keep going on your learning journey to get to know the person. Remember, grape varieties are just people. After one conversation, you'll know a bit about them, but it takes years to really get to know somebody and build that relationship. And grapes are the same way. On that note, I want to thank you as always for hanging out with me today. I hope that I have inspired you and you've learned something new. Now, if you loved learning about Malbec and you'd like to learn more, I'm going to link to some other videos. I have another video on Get to Know Chardonnay, Get to Know Pinot Noir. So there's a few other of the great varieties in this series that you'll be able to watch if you haven't watched those already. Watch for those links in the show notes below as well as hopefully I'll be able to figure out how to get them on the screen here if you're watching on YouTube. On that note, I want to wish you a wonderful week. Cheers to you. Bye now.